Please stand. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O God of grace and mercy, we give you thanks for your loving kindness to all your servants, who, having finished their course in faith, now rest from their labors. Grant that we also may be faithful to death and receive the crown of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. It's number 461. We will sing verses 1 through 7.
Please be seated. At this time, I invite Nick Broderick to come forward to share with us some family remembrances. Thank you all for being here this morning. Thank you to Bob and Deidre and Roger and Renee and Patty and Shirley for letting me speak this morning. Whether you knew her as Janice, spelled like Janice, Mom, Grandma, Mima, Granny, or Aunt Janice, to know Janice was to love her and to have her love you and to typically be immediately admitted into her family. Even if she only met you once. But if you were really special, you'd garner a spot in her fabled Rolodex. She loved with her whole heart, and she did whatever she could to help you out. Some of my earliest memories are of my Aunt Janice and spending time on her farm. Feeding the calves or helping milk cows in her old barn. She always seemed to have baby kittens running around and would sometimes give you the honor of naming one of them, though I'm pretty sure at least one was always named Snowball. <laughs> and when you were done for lunch, you always has a, she would always have a sport shake or Pringles or an orange push-up for you. I have memories of sleepovers with cousins and climbing the steep, narrow stairs to the top of her house to play. And of Easter egg hunts each year at her yard. I can remember snapping beans and picking and shucking piles of corn in her yard. And she's probably the reason why we still do the same thing each July in our backyard. I have so many good memories of her, and I'm sure that you all do too. My Aunt Janice, she loved to visit. She was famous for her Sunday afternoon phone calls when she would talk your leg off about literally almost anything. If you happened to be home when one of these calls came in, you were immediately tied up for at least half an hour. And when you were done, she would hang up at least a dozen times. Each time she would remember something else she wanted to talk about just to keep the conversation going. You all know what I'm talking about. But if she had to leave you a message, if you weren't there, she would still talk like you were on the other end of the phone and leave voicemails that were minutes and minutes long, and sometimes the, the machine would just cut it off. And if, for some reason, inextricably, you forgot what her phone number was, don't, don't worry, she made sure you had it. I'm sure you can all remember her ending those, those messages with, Janice Meyer, 417-235-2580, or 417-235-3063. Those numbers will be forever etched into my mind. If she paid you a visit, she would call while she was in your driveway to make sure that you were at home. <laughs> she always had something special for the kids each time she stopped by. And when it was time to go, she would slowly creep her car out of the driveway, talking all the while, until she was just too far away to hear anymore. Even after her stroke, she loved to go and see friends and the people that she cared about and visit them, particularly the newest members of her family who she doted on enormously. And Aunt Janice, she could remember everyone's birthday 
or anniversary by memory. Each birthday, the first call early in the morning was from Janice singing into the phone with what you could tell was a smile on her face. Close your eyes for a moment. Can you still hear her voice? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Happy birthday to you. Aunt Janice, she, she loved to cook as well. Janice and Joanne and my mom would religiously enter uh, recipe cook-offs each year. And while she held her own in those contests, she was particularly famous for her strawberry pretzel salad and her deviled eggs. And she typically brought one or the other, or both, to every family get-together and church dinner that I can remember. And if you were there, she would make sure you got some, and she would beam to know how much you enjoyed it. Aunt Janice also loved to be busy doing something for someone. Even after we were all pretty sure she shouldn't be driving, you would see her driving around, coming or going from a visit or helping someone out. You knew it was her when you saw her red car barreling down the middle of Racetrack Road. Her hands were planted firmly at 10 and 2. As you would pass, you would get the, the Janice wave. But she truly had a servant's heart. Whether it was visiting you, bringing you food, making sure you had a stocking each Christmas, or bringing you a birthday card that was stuffed with old photos or newspaper clippings of you as a kid, even if your birthday was six months ago, it didn't really matter. She would bring your kids gifts from the store every time that she visited. She would give you groceries out of her fully stocked trunk, even if it meant her going back to the store for whatever she had just given you. She insisted that you take your driver's test in her car, ensuring you had a lifetime supply of kitchen hand towels, still got all those, or helping out church, or reading the kids at school, or something else or even for a young man without a mother coming to your house when you weren't there and picking up your clothes to wash them, bring them back clean. <coughs> she didn't do it for money or fame or recognition. She did it because she loved you all the time. And I think that's the thing I will miss the most about her. That low, present, that low, persistent, ever-present voice in the back of your head that told you that someone, somewhere, cared about you. But she's not really gone, is she? Probably the most important thing to know about my Aunt Janice is that she loved Jesus. She put her faith and trust in him as her savior. Because of that, she'll never really be gone. She lived out her faith every day in the way she treated everyone she met. She loved you, even if sometimes you didn't deserve it. I guess I'm not really sure what I think it's like to arrive in heaven. 
But in my mind's eye, I can imagine her standing there before those gates, tired and worn out, her head bent low. And then her looking up, the light catching the twinkling in her eye and her big grin spreading across her face as she hears her Savior speak the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. After that, I suspect she'll sit down for a nice long visit with a few friends that she hasn't seen in a while. I'll end with this. I'm sure all of you have at least one very memorable memory of Janice, and I'm sure that I've missed so many of them, and I encourage you to share those with the people that you see today. But if you don't, know this about her. She loved everyone she met. She treated, with, she treated them with kindness and humility. And today this world could use a few more Aunt Janice's. So as you remember Janice and the imprint that she left on your life and the lives of so many others, I would ask that you remember her by following her example, by, follow, by loving unconditionally, by serving each other humbly, and occasionally calling someone at 6 a.m. on their birthday. Oh, my, 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 Aunt Janice, you will be missed. Please stand as we say Psalm 23 responsively. You'll find that in your bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, as it was in the beginning. Please be seated. We will now sing our next hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. It's number 770 in your hymnal.
Our first reading is taken from Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, O my soul. All my inmost being praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. You made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it, and it is gone, and its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him, and his righteousness with their children's children, with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, O my soul. This is the word of our Lord. We sing the next hymn, Beautiful Savior, it's number 537.
Please stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel. The Holy Gospel for today is from Matthew chapter 28. It also contains Janice's confirmation verse. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So to Bob and Roger, Patricia and Shirley, dear family and friends of Janice, The text for this morning's meditation is the gospel lesson that was just read, that is, Janice's confirmation verse. Again, it reads, And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. So far, the text for this morning. I remember fondly my visits with Janice. She was not able to speak as well as she would like, but there was one thing that she could always do. 
at the end of our time together, I would ask her if she would like to pray the Lord's Prayer with me. And she, of course, would always nod and say yes. And suddenly, the lady who usually had a, a difficult time of speaking prayed the prayer that her Lord gave her. And I can assure you it was as clear as a bell. This is evidence to the fact that Janice had faith in her Savior, and today she is able to be in his very presence. She can see Jesus face to face, and she can see the nail marks in his hands and feet, which are evidences of this fact, that Christ's blood has covered her, that it covered her here on this side of heaven, and it is the blood of Jesus that has brought her to heaven to be by his side today, even as we speak. The evidence we need to determine just how loved that she was is sitting here this morning. Her family, which loves her, her friends and church family who love her as well. Now, as Nick rightly said, apparently Janice had a penchant for carrying on a conversation, sometimes a very long conversation. And if she wasn't able to reach her by phone, well, she would just leave a message. And if she wasn't done telling you what she needed to, she would just call back and leave another message to complete the first one. Her confirmation verse is from the Great Commission in Matthew 28, and teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Janice is in heaven today because of these words of Jesus because someone taught her about him. And that someone who taught her was taught by someone else. And that person was taught by someone else. And you can literally trace Janice's faith to this one moment in time. The time when Christ told those closest to him to go out and to baptize, to teach about the one who is with us always, even to the end of the age. July 21st, 1933, a Friday, was a momentous day, because it was on that day that Janice became a baptized child of the Heavenly Father, just two days after she was born. And on that day, God gave Janice his name. As the pastor poured water over her head, he said these words, Janice, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This day, July 21st, 1933, was crucial because of what happened after the seventh day, when God rested from all the work of creation that he had done. Because what happened on that day was that her first parents, Adam and Eve, through their fall into sin, lost the image of God. They lost his name, which was given to them by God himself. And so for generations thereafter, man went throughout life without a name that gave him his identity. Until that day, that day that Jesus told his disciples to go out and baptize, and baptize how? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Janice was baptized into this name. And as one among the baptized, she carried with her his identity for the rest of her life and into the life to come. Evidence. 
Usually, you and I don't believe things unless there is some kind of evidence. Proof. We want proof. When someone stands on trial for a crime, there must be some kind of proof to convict. When people get married, there has to be proof in the form of a license. When your child tells you that he cleaned his room, what do you do? You go and check to make sure. And if someone says that they saw Bigfoot, it's a dubious claim until they can prove it. People wanted Jesus to prove himself, too. Interestingly, it was his own disciples who wanted that proof. John chapter 14 records this. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of of the works themselves. And what were those works? What were those evidences? Changing water into wine, making the lame walk, feeding 5,000 people with only five loaves of bread and two fish, which, by the way, is more than the current population of Mount Vernon. Walking on water, forgiving those that were previously considered unforgivable healing the blind, raising the dead. And what do all of these things mean for Jesus? That he is the authority. That he has the ultimate authority. And because he has this ultimate authority, we believe him. We believe him when he says that all authority has been given to him. We believe him when he says to go and baptize. We believe him when he says, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. And we believe. We believe him when he says that for those who believe in me, they will be given everlasting life. The one who has the authority claimed Janice as his own on July 21st, 1933. And throughout her entire life, he promised to be with her always. And so he was. I know. I was there to give her Christ's body and blood for the forgiveness of her sins. I saw her partake of the sacrament in which the Lord gave her his very self. You can use my witness as evidence. Evidence that he kept his promise of being with her always. That promise is for each of you here today as well. For those who believe that Jesus was crucified, died, buried, and then risen to life again on the third day, he promises he will be with you always until the end. And so he was for Janice. So he is today for her. So he is today for each of us who believe. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Please stand. We confess together the words of our Christian faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. It is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and your peace. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and that through the gate of death and the grave we may pass with him to our joyful resurrection. Grant to your faithful people pardon and peace that we may be cleansed from all of our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Grant to all who mourn trust in your loving care that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Help us, Lord, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe in and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death that he ended the power of death, and by his resurrection opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Ready us in the assurance that because he lives, we shall live also, and that neither death nor life, nor nor things present nor things to come, will be able to separate us from your love, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And let us pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We sing our next hymn, I'm But a Stranger Here, number 748.
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. One announcement before we continue out to the graveside. Lunch will follow the service at Janice Meyer's farm. Uh, The address of that is 20772 Lawrence 1100 in Monette. Uh, So if you would like to join the family there, you are welcome to do so. Uh, And also, if you are going to be joining us out at the graveside, please bring your bulletins with you as we will sing the last verse of I Know That My Redeemer Lives Then.